This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wolf Cotrer, information technology expert at Newcore Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, new technology aims to change how we interact with our pets when we're not at home and to keep them safe, happy, and healthy. So today, we're going to talk about technology for your pets. We're going to talk about Everything from pet cams to automatic food dispensers to the latest apps. Plus, we're taking your personal tech questions. Now, to be a part of this conversation this morning, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. So when we talk about pet tech, I was so excited about this show. You guys know I, I'm not a pet person, believe it or not. And why would a non-pet person want to do a show about pet tech? Pet, pet tech. Say that five times fast. That's a good little tongue twister you got going there, Michelle. Pet tech. But you know what's funny about this? When I did the research, I was just, I was talking, a lot of people I work with have pets up here. Java has a pet. Uh, Kevin has a pet. Uh, Ezra it has uh, colleagues that live with him, and he calls them pets. <laughs> no, he calls them. <laughs> no, he he explained something really interesting last week. Um, Ezra Wall. He said um, people do not understand that you don't. It's not something that you own. You live at home yeah. with these other beings. They are at home with you, and they are part of your life. They really are. I mean, they have their own personalities. They have, you know, it, it's. Uh, I mean, we have. Cat, dog, and multiple birds between parakeets and a conure. And by the way, if anybody out there is contemplating a conure, that is the loudest scream I think I've ever heard from a bird. But but Rita is sweet um, when she's not trying to bite. But it, they really do just become, you know, a couple years ago I, I lost, I had a, a blue cream Persian and she was just shy of 20 years old. And it's just, it's amazing how much uh, they do become a part of you. People who are, you know... Um, I think you know there's probably plenty of listeners out there that have pets, and it really is amazing how you get attached. But, but Ezra's absolutely right. You don't necessarily own them. Um, in, in some respects, they actually kind of own you if you really think about it. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, what's your thoughts? Do you have animal, pets or anything at home? Yeah, I have uh, three dogs, and um, uh, my dog Noodle, she's a rat terrier. I raised her from a puppy, so really, you know, in my adult life. That was really the first dog that I've ever had, and she's been with me for eight and a half years. So, yeah, wow. you know, she's my little baby. And it's funny because when I adopted her, I, you know, I was adopting a dog. I wasn't trying to be a doggy dad. I was trying to be a master to my dog. But, <laughs> well, you know, as Noodle weathered me down, I, I became doggy dad. Yeah. It's like wow. I said, you know, I mean, cats don't have owners. Cats actually have staff. <laughs> You know, yeah. um, you know what? Uh, Kevin talks about that, the difference between dogs and cats. And actually, Ezra has a dog and a cat. And he tells me how different they are. Cats are very uh, finicky. Uh, I mean, people say that, but they really are. They're, they're by themselves a lot. They interact sometimes, but they're finicky. If they want to spend time with you, they will. If they don't, they, they're not bothered. They look at you crazy and do their own thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like our, our cat is absolutely addicted. Uh, you know, Zaddy, he's... Um, 
an orange cat. I don't know what kind of cat he is. He's just an orange cat. And then we have a Boston Terrier, Gigi, and that cat just loves that dog. If that dog sits down somewhere, the cat's got to be right there with her. That's and, cute. Uh, it, it, that it really, cute. like, again, it, it really is. They have their own personalities. They have, they do become a part of the family. Mm-hmm. I've always noticed, you know, like if you're having a really bad day, it, it's really strange, or at least in my experience, uh, that dog or cat, it just seemed like they figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I've always noticed, like, you know, Gigi, she's much more affectionate. She can tell when you're having a rough day or wow. something like that. And, and you know, same, you know, Zaddy the cat, he'll he'll cuddle up a little bit more. So they can almost read that on you when you're having a really, you know, good day. They're just right there with it. It really is interesting. And that's why we talked, we're talking today about pet technology. I want you guys to get on the phone. Call me. Let me know about some cool pet tech that you have at home from automatic feeders to automatic bed warmers to automatic ball throwers. And I'm going to pick out, I've picked out a few things to talk about that was so amazing to see online that I didn't even know existed when it comes to pets and technology. But before we get into what's the latest in tech today, we're going to go to the phone lines and talk to Tim in Purvis. Good morning, Tim. Yes, I just missed or caught the end of your show last week, uh, and I, I was not able to get in. Want to know how to uh, delete pictures on iCloud. Uh, I, I guess you could log into iCloud if you go to iCloud.com, and I've never actually tried that. I'm not sure. Uh, Jeremy, ideas? Uh, sorry, I, I, I'm having trouble hearing what he's saying. He said he needs to delete pictures from iCloud? Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, yeah, you should be able to log directly into your iCloud account and, and do that from the account itself. Uh, now, I, too, haven't actually tested that, but I know that when you're, you, you can't delete them from your phone because it uses the photo stream to share them with your phone. It's really tricky. iCloud is a very confusing beast. But um, you should be able to log into the iCloud uh, via your browser and uh, delete them from there. And what should just be iCloud.com. I'm actually looking at mine right now. I don't, yeah. quite honestly, I don't use iCloud for storage. I use Google Drive. So it's a little bit foreign to me. But everything that I'm seeing on here looks like you would go to iCloud.com, sign into your account, and then you should actually see your files from in there, and then you can remove them. Um, another thing too, a lot of times iCloud is actually will mirror a lot of what's on your phone. So it could also be, and, and I'm not sure of this. And if there's any callers out there that can correct me on this, please do. But I'm not sure if maybe removing it from your phone may also remove it from iCloud. I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, but... No, that, that's not accurate. Okay, that, removing cool. it from your phone because because what will have like we'll have clients try to try to delete the data from one or the other and it won't it, it doesn't synchronize across the two not unless you do like a, a backup after you do it oh well all right well tim our you stumped our tech tech experts that's yeah. the first almost but uh we're gonna maybe if you email the show that question that can work on that and we can email you back um the answer or we'll try to figure it out the email of course is um Everyday Tech at mpbonline.org. Again, that's Everyday Tech at mpbonline.org. Email us that question and they'll get back with you, Tim. Okay, I got one more question. This one is about pets. How does the pet chip work? Exactly. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but we can talk about it now. Um, you want to guys want to take it? I have. Yeah, it. it's a um, it's a small what's called RFID. Generally, but what will end up happening is there'll be like an identifying number and information that's actually 
um, okay, on that. I got one more question. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Tim. He had a few questions there, but since he brought up the microchipping, we were going to talk about that later in the show, but let's talk about it now. Microchipping your pets. That's a new one for me. And what I found out was it's really not new. It's really not so, new. Um, when mm-hmm, go when ahead, I adopted Noodle, uh, they asked me if I wanted to chip her and I was like, is it free? And they were <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's totally free. It just comes with the adoption. I was like, okay, yeah, chip her. And ever since they've done that, she has this little bitty, it feels like a little piece of rice up under her skin. It's always been in her chest. It's never moved. Uh, And if somebody were to catch her, they'd put a little scanner up to it, and then it would have an identifier that linked to me and my old cell phone number. And that's what my question was. You know, when I put this in the show, of course, I have questions about uh, anything when it comes to digital technology and put especially putting it in it animal or a human being even um they were talking about is the information safe that you're putting on in the chip do you just put your name address or can someone hack that and do something bad well as i understand it the information that's actually in the chip is just an identifying number so when you use that small scanner it looks like a very much like just like a little handheld little paddle thing that just kind of just hovers over the skin it's going to read that number let's just say one two three four five the right. veterinarian or whomever would actually then go to an online database and say, okay, who, what is the ownership information of one, two, three, of four, one, two, five. three four, five? And that's actually because otherwise you'd be constantly having to change the chip up and everything else. So it's just an identifying number. Um, one way to kind of think about it is very similar to the, the scanners that are in some products in your big box stores. And, you know, yeah. all of us have probably heard it at some point. You walk on out, it goes, ding. Mm-hmm. We're sorry, we forgot to mm-hmm. remove blah, 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 blah. Um, it, it's very similar to that. There's not actually information in that scanner, that RFID or radio frequency identifier thing that actually identifies back to the product. It just right. lets you know that something is there. Okay. And then some people have the question, is it painful for the um, pets? Does it hurt when you um, chip them? Some people say no. It's really quick and easy. The vets, veterinarians say it's painless, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. I've not actually asked a dog or cat on it, but it, uh, from from what I've heard from people who are much more knowledgeable than me, they said I've heard that same thing. Yeah, do- dogs are really resilient. Um, they don't they don't mind needles as much as humans, mainly because they don't have all these fears of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they use a little needle just to inject it, and as far as I know, it it is like virtually painless. But I mean, uh, you know, with with noodle, I even did like her. Her injections, you know, I'd get them from the farm supply store, and I'd put them in her back. And, you know, she, as long as you pinch the skin right, it, mm-hmm. it, they really can't feel it. So okay. it shouldn't hurt them. But um, when we were talking about privacy concerns mm-hmm. with the uh, the microchip itself having any information in it, uh, would it be any more information than people put around their dog's neck on the collar, say a phone number or an address? Right. And yeah, probably much more so. Right. I guess, you know, like you said, some people get squeamish when you when it comes to anything technical and, and potential yeah. hacking. They just want to know, can can it be well, hacked? Right. Mm-hmm. But in this case, they have to have your dog. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of, a, kind of a safety feature, you know, because it'll probably like bite them if it's not 
their dog. True, true, Maybe. true. Well, when we get back from, we're going to take our first break, but when we get back, we're going to talk about some latest stories, especially with Instagram. Instagram has some new things coming up uh, that started last week and some new um, items you, on your Instagram page that you may have noticed today. It came out today. Uh, plus, we're going to take your personal que- tech questions and your pet questions. So anything when it comes to your pet and technology, we're talking about pet technology today. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 Again, you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio. Can't stick around for the rest of the show? You can always catch up by logging on our website at mpbonline.org or use the MPB Public Media app on your mobile device. This is MPB Think Radio, where Mississippi is our mission. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our tech experts, Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson. And today we're talking about pet technology. Now, if you'd like to join our conversation or ask any general tech question, the number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now get this, everyone. Imagine being at work and getting a smartphone notification that was activated by your dog at home. You can open the app and you can see Fido wagging his tail on the pet cam. When you kick Click play, you can control the toy for Fido to chase. Now, after a few minutes, you click treat and one drops for him from a dispenser. Imagine that. <laughs> that's that's insane. I say, don't forget to go home and also pet Fido so that that way, you know, Fido does not get more loyal to your computer than to you and then bite you. But, you know, it really does bring up something, you know, uh, just like being away from your kids, there's something to be said for pet anxiety. I mean, I'll say, I, I can say in heart, you know, earlier this summer, went on vacation with the family, and well, where we were going, you know, no pets. So, um, you know, cats pretty independent. The birds are pretty good to go. You know, dogs, they require a little bit more maintenance, mm-hmm. especially uh, our Gigi is pretty mm-hmm. much the princess of the house. Mm-hmm. And so she stayed with our in laws. And I'm not lying when there were like pictures going back and forth between my mother in law and my wife every day of what's the dog, you know, they, they check up on it, and you know that that is, you wow. know, that is the baby there. So I know people who have went on vacation, and they've had uh, some of these different boarding. The kennels will mm-hmm. actually have webcams. You log into a web page, 
and see your pet yeah. anytime during the day to make sure everything's okay and talk to them. And well, speaking of that, they have a new thing. It's called well, it's not new, new, but they have a pet cube, just like kind of like your Alexa or things like that. You have the other cubes at home. This is a pet cube. Now, it's currently uh, sells with a Wi-Fi uh, capability and an HD camera, and it lets you view your pet at any time via an app. That is so cool. I mean, it really is. Mm -hmm. You can talk, well, you can look at your pet, see what they're doing throughout the day. Remember that uh, movie that came out, was it two years ago, Java, or called Pets or something? And you could see what they're, it was a whole, they had a whole adventure, but as soon as everyone left, you saw what pets actually do during the day. Secret Life of Pets. Secret Life of Pets. That was hilarious. Now, actually, pets don't go on adventures like that, but they do have adventures in your house. (laughs) That we know of. Yeah. Well, that we know of. Yeah, I think. True, true, You know, I mean. Hijinks in my house. Oh, oh yeah, wow. definitely. Uh, and uh, I like the pet cube because it makes you um, feel it. The anxiety of you at work it, it goes down because you know. Well, at least you can give your uh, pet a treat. They have the automatic dog um, waters and dispensers, the food dispensers. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and feed them while you're away, let them get a treat, and even look at them and talk to them while you're away. I well, like you know, that. And I hear this a lot too. I mean, if you've ever watched like the uh, the dog whisper or some of those other things. Pets get anxiety as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like, you know, you can get anxiety. Be- there is a relationship that gets that 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 is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, I hear that all the time. I, mean, I, I know, for example, my dog is extremely attached to my wife. If my wife is gone, although, you know, she'll still be around in the house, she will very, very often be looking at the door. She knows where she's going to be coming back through. Wow. And you can just tell there's a level of anxiety or just, you know, they want to be around their owners as well. The birds could care less, oh. but you know. <laughs> well, they um, actually have something for that uh, for yeah. anxiety for dogs and cats. It's called I Calm Cat and I Calm Dog. That's a I C A L M cat and I C A L M dog. Now, a concert pianist Lisa Spector plays music clinically shown to reduce pet anxiety. So you play this out of this um, kind of like Google. Alexa little cube thing. It's round. looks like the thing you have at home. Mm-hmm. And it plays music clinically shown to calm pets. I just want to know how they were interviewing the, the pets. I mean, yeah. you know, how, did they, how did the pets answer back? How, Jeremy, you have like you seen this? this? <laughs> um, I would say that they probably hook them up to some kind of electrical monitoring <laughs> equipment mm-hmm. and, you know, monitor their heartbeat and their stress levels mm-hmm. and all to see uh, probably to put them in some heightened state and then to play the music and see how much quicker it calms them down than, say, heavy metal or, you know, blues or whatever. See, now, my, my cat's more, and he's more of a classic rock cat. He's, you know, a little bit of Aerosmith, <laughs> maybe some Zeppelin, Beatles, you know. They um, may you know, have that out there. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, I can just kind of see him. He's he's more of a rocking cat, but he wants that classic Noodle. rock. Noodle straight up gangster. She's all about some Dre. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Well, today, guys, we're talking about pets and your and technology. I'm sure there are people out there that have technology when it comes to pets. I know pets are sometimes you think uh, you don't think of technology when it comes to pets. But right now, there's so much technology out there that will help you actually keep your pet actually healthier 
and happier. So that's what we're talking about today. And of course, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And you can also talk to our experts about any personal tech question. Now let's get to some Insta Instagram stories. I want to say Instagram stories because I looked online and I saw that Instagram is testing a new feature where you can unfollow well, remove your followers without notifying them also in a public account. Now, it used to be private accounts can do this, but public accounts couldn't. Right. Now, if you have a public account on Instagram, you can remove certain followers that you don't want following you without being st- too invasive, without the confrontation. Uh, and then they will eventually notice that they can't follow you anymore, but it's not the big, oh, you're unfollowed and the big Thing the, like that, the the, the passive the aggressive argument. approach yes. to to social media. We don't want to socialize in person, so let's passively aggressively uh, digitally disconnect. <laughs> they said it's less aggressive than blocking and more flexible than going private. So um, they're just trying. I guess they talk to people and listen to what they need and what they want, and they're adding new features every day. Yeah. What do you kind think? Seems, <laughs> kind of seems to me like Instagram is just following in Facebook steps in every way because, you know, this feature was introduced to Facebook a couple of years ago for the same reason, kind of, you know, just to peacefully let people go and not create some confrontation about it. And then you could you could still be friends with somebody, but you could unfollow them so you didn't hurt their feelings about not being friends with them and all this other stuff. And it's like, it, I don't know, it, it's like we're we're pandering to everybody's sensitivity, and it's it, it, it's kind of crazy, but I, I mean, I, I get it, like, you know, not to stir the pot here, but yeah, I, d- I definitely understand it. Wow. I'll be honest with you, if you're a friend of mine on social media, and all of my accounts are public and available, if I, uh, if you're not able to find me, I blocked you. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I blocked you. You know, it it just happens, you know, no offense, but I blocked you. I mean, in, in this day and age of so many people, um, you know, I, I, I don't, <sighs> there's a whole bunch of things that I don't want to see in my social media feeds. Mm-hmm. And boom. if I don't want to see it, boom, it's out. I, you know, I'm, I'm there for funny videos, talking about kids, sharing about my kids, bragging about my kids, uh, sharing some jokes and laughs. I mean, you know, I mean, I follow Jeremy. Jeremy follows me. I think we see what each other posts. You know, I mean, I'll put some tech news up there and make sure. You know, but um, yeah, these people who get into the whole arguments online and everything. Yeah. And nah, I'm not. I'm not there for that. If you're doing that, you're blocked. Yeah. <laughs> these days, I literally log into Facebook to check and see what Wilts has posted because it's always funny. Oh, <laughs> so we have a comedian on our hands. Okay, <laughs> Rita Junior. But uh. <laughs> Okay, we're trying to follow to... and read his footsteps. Know, you know, she inspired me. He's got to be one he can hold. Wow. We're going to go to the phone lines. We have our friend Mikey from Mobile on the phone. Good morning, Mikey. Well, I just want to say, having had and having uh, numerous pets, um, no birds at this time, mm. uh, but I'm, I'm working on it. Can uh, I interest you in one? <laughs> it, seems to me, it seems to me that the – and having listened to the last show, um, thank you, Fix It, um, guys as usual, um, the, the worst possible name that you could choose for your pet would be Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is funny. Ooh. 
the only thing that would be worse is if your name was Alexa. Okay. That is funny. And, you know, I've got a friend whose name is Alexa. That probably would. I, I think she had to have Google in her house. Yeah. That would get nuts. Yeah, because um, that would be crazy. <laughs> that is. Well, um, Mike, while I have you on the phone, do you use any type of technology uh, with your pets? Uh, no, um, my pets barely listen to me at all. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> children, you know, it's like they they kind of tell me what to do. Wow, I'm hearing <laughs> that. Look, that seems like a consensus with all pet owners. It seems like the uh, the pets are the people and the um, animals are the owners. Yeah, give, give me give me food, give me bread, give me bread is the big thing, man. That's uh, they really. I had to I had to cut them off. They were getting like way too. Well, we were all getting too fat with too much bread in the house. So. Oh, minus minus <laughs> cheese. My dog loves cheese. Okay, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're going there with the cheese. Man. Oh my God, <laughs> Wilt's dog would like cheese. I mean, that's the weirdest thing. But um, um, Mikey, have you ever thought about maybe if your um, dogs and cats, especially during storms and things like that, do they get a little antsy? Do they get uh, anxiety or things like that when the, it's a bad uh, my storm? My cats, my cats really couldn't care, and I've had more cats at one time than anybody than I'm even willing to admit to. Okay, um, but let me say that um, most of them live to be. 20 21 years old, which wow. is a pretty good record. Okay, um, yeah. I, only, I only have dogs. I only have canines now. Um, who the, I have had the mixture sometimes. But, um, yeah, the dogs are really, I think it's because their hearing is so sensitive. You know, yeah. I know cats have sensitive hearing, too, but they don't, like, I, like you said, <laughs> cats are like, Yeah, it's almost like that nonchalant approach. I know my brother-in-law's dog uh, he had before it just was absolutely petrified. I mean, they had to just about give him a Valium if there were thunderstorms coming. See, that's what I'm saying. So the Icom cat and Icom dog, you can possibly, especially during a storm, play that. Uh, hopefully it won't go out during the storm, but play that uh, music for your um, animal yeah. and maybe calm them down. So technology does have a place to me uh, when it comes to your pets. So just change the way you do things. Of course, you can't take away that personal touch at hugging and kissing and that feeling but if you do if you are at work or if you're at home and your cat or dog is anxious you can play the icom dog or if you're at work you can look at your pet and talk to them on the um, pet cam and even give them a little treat make sure they have water dispensed and food dispensed while you're at work because you have to work so i mean i think technology has a place when it comes to pets thank you mikey well um Thank you for calling in. I've always enjoyed your comments and questions. We're going to take another quick break, but when we get back, we're going to continue our discussion with pets and technology. So if you have any pet questions or pet technology questions or any general tech questions, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. At the joy they have found, then they spoke up, said leave this one alone. She could tell right away that I was bad to the bone, bad to the bone, bad to the bone, bad, bad. 
mpbonline.org is the destination for everything Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past shows from Think Radio, check out MPB TV or Music Radio, and become a sustaining member all from one place. Get connected now at mpbonline.org. Whether you're a thrifty shopper or someone who likes to buy the whole store, Change is the program that will allow your purchases to show your support for the quality content on MPB Radio. This easy and no-hassle program rounds up your credit or debit card purchases to the nearest dollar and sends us the difference. You support MPB and get something nice for yourself. To sign up for Change, visit our website, mpbonline.org, and click support. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. You ain't nothing but a hound dog, girl. You cry all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog, Crying all the time. Well, you ain't nothing but a rabbit, and you ain't no friend of mine. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilt Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, if you're just joining us today, we've been discussing pets and technology. Now, if you have any questions or comments or any general tech questions, give us a call at one eight seven seven. MPB Ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, over the decades, technology has allowed us to have closer contact with the people we care about. Now, this desire for constant access is especially true among friends and family including pets. Now, how can you be sure that your pet is getting the right amount of exercise and rest? Well, here's some things that may help. I did some research and I found that they technology has really, I mean, in the pet world, they have really stepped it up, stepped it up a lot. They have a small, smart dog collar. Now, this collar, they have different kinds. Now, we're not advocating for any particular kind of a small, smart dog collar, but I just found these few. It's called Pit Pat Dog Leash. Now, it's an activity tracker for your dog. It uh, monitors their, uh, it's like a Fitbit for your dog. It monitors their uh, activity, their heart rate, their blood pressure, everything that a Fitbit would do on for you, it does it for your dog. Isn't that interesting, fellas? It really is. Um, I'm just really glad that they haven't come out with the iDog yet to where, you know, with the price of the Apple Watch, we could put an Apple Watch on a dog. That would get scary because really, which one of their legs do you put it on? Um, You know, do you put it on their dominant right leg or, you know, do you put it onto their tail and it measures how many wags they get? And what do you do when you have like a bobtail? I mean, I don't know. No, I mean, it really is. You know, that is important because you start seeing some of that too. Just like health is important for us. A lot of Pets, it seems, get a, have a lot of the different health um, issues that we do. You hear about uh, feline diabetes and and these other kind of things. And I mean, you know, and let's let's just be one hundred percent honest. Pets do become a part of your heart, part of your family, and mm-hmm. and there is a bond. I mean, as anyone who has ever lost a pet would mm-hmm. definitely know. And so, making sure that you're doing the healthy things, just like we need to do healthy things for us, for those companions. Uh, I thought it was really cool when she was speaking, when Mikey was speaking before about you know cats. You know, 20, 21 years, I mean, that's that's taken care of. And if technology can step in there and actually make sure we're doing the right thing, because here's the other thing. If you're getting out there and your dog's getting enough walking and enough activity or what have you, that also means you are. 
because usually they're not, they're not for the most part, going to be doing that by themselves. And so, you know, maybe it does give you that inspiration to kind of get off the couch yourself. Uh, I could use that inspiration personally, but my dog's about, you know, she likes to get to the, about the front door and she's pretty much walked as far as she's really concerned with. Okay. Jeremy, so, what, do you, what do you think about that? I had a uh, GPS collar for my Husky because, um, well, I started calling him Mr. Prison Break because he would he would just try to escape. I mean, just any old way he could, whether it was digging out or jumping over the fence or getting off his, his leash, whatever it was, he was going to try to get away. Well, he actually escaped uh, for more than 12 to 24 hours on some occasions. And so after he did that the second time, I said, all right, I'm putting an end to this. And I got him a GPS collar, and uh, it wasn't cheap. And it worked really well for a long time. Uh, the collars themselves typically come with a monthly subscription plan. So uh, if you're thinking about getting a collar for your dog, make sure that you're factoring that into your budget. Um, the one that I had was called Tag, and okay. Tag doesn't exist anymore because it was turned into Whistle. When my Tag went from being just a GPS tracking collar, which was literally the only reason I bought it, and it started tracking my dog's activity, I didn't need to know how many times a day he was getting up and chasing his <laughs> tail, you know? I needed to know if he was at home and he was contained. Right. So after it started tracking those features, I noticed that my battery life was just non-existent. Wow. Yeah. So um, while those features may be uh, something you want to look into, keep in mind that they're definitely going to consume battery life. Now, when I had that collar, that was about that was about four years ago when I finally gave up on it. But um, after you know, after it had been chewed and gnarled, I mean, just just messed up, and and the battery wasn't lasting more than about three days. Wow. If you get something like this for your dog, three days is not going to be long enough for you to 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 feel like you've got him. Like if he were to get loose, he could be gone for more than three days, and then you can't track him. Right, anymore. right. So you need to make sure that you're getting mm-hmm. something with good battery life. And as we always say, read reviews. And these days, you can you can go on YouTube and you can watch people just just tear these things apart from from the top to the bottom about all the features and all the things they liked and didn't like about it. And make sure that you do before you invest in something like this, because if you're trusting this device to keep track of your pet. You obviously want to make sure that it works. And what I found was even when he did get loose, it was still kind of a a, a mixed bag. The app takes a little while to notify you that your dog has gotten loose. So by the time that the notification – and again, the speed of this may have have changed. Mm -hmm. It may have gotten better. But – you know, when you're notified 10 minutes after your dog gets out, well, just how far down the road is he? Is he half a mile? Could he have run an entire mile by that point? Uh, probably. So definitely see how quickly uh, people are being notified when the dog does exit the area that's set up. And um, the way that you do that, you go on their website and designate a geofence for your dog to be in. And then when it steps outside of that area, it does eventually notify you. But um, my experience with it was um, I was glad that I had it because I could sort of kind of get a general idea of where my dog might be, but it wasn't a dead on, you know, foot by foot GPS tracker for like, like it wouldn't show me like active movement. It right. just, they're not that sophisticated. If they were, they would cost more and the batteries would probably need to be charged even more often. And Jeremy, you made a lot of uh, good points, but I'm sure 
they have some that go up in price. And the ones that, like you said, are a little more pricey, they're, it's a little quick, um, faster turnaround. Uh, the battery life is longer. So the higher, the longer your battery life, the quicker your turnaround and things like that, you're going to pay for that. And which well, is, and it's you very know, similar to mm-hmm. what we're doing with our own personal exactly. electronics. I mean, you know, uh, with Fitbits and iWatches and all these other kind of things, uh, it, it's, it very much mirrors that. And, you know, um, you know, you mentioned geofencing. That's a very interesting thing. Some people don't realize you can actually have that on your regular phone. So mm-hmm. if you need, you know, um, I'll, I'll use a terrible example here, but just because it'll it'll make sense. You know, you can set it around your 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 children that they have a phone and they're at school. You can actually set a geofence. So if they leave the school, you know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Teach me how know. to uh, show me how to do that <laughs> later on. And uh, we're not going to tell our my daughter about that. But I like that. Hopefully idea. she's not listening. And no, she's. she's <laughs> I have no doubt that this technology has improved, mm-hmm. and so I'm sure that it does work much better. Right. But don't just set it up and trust that it works. Take it, set up the geofence, and then you yourself walk outside of it and see how long it takes to find yourself. Or give it yeah. to your spouse and tell them to drive around and see if you can pinpoint where their location is. Yeah, that's Test a good one. That's it. Make a good sure. Idea. Don't just go, don't just go by, by what, what it says it's going to do. Make sure it's actually going to do it. All right. Well, we're going to go to our friend Alan from um, Brandon. We love Alan. And he's actually what? My other expert, I call him. Good yeah. morning, Alan. <laughs> hey, Michelle, Wilkes, and Jeremy. How y'all doing? Man, Thanks, wonderful, guys. Alan. You doing all right? Good, good. I hope y'all had a good Fourth of July break and everything. Yes, so, indeed. Uh, we did. I, I understand about technology and pets, and I'm sure there's there's lots of great stuff, especially for people that are gone a lot. But the only the only technology I use with my with my little Pomeranian Sheltie mix is his rubber chicken. He loves that thing, and uh, you, you can't beat it with an electronic device. So, uh, I, 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 I you know I tug, I toss, I play. It squeaks. Yep. It, uh, it it it's one of the best things ever. It's one of his favorite toys. So. Uh, uh, that works great. And, I, love uh, I mean, it. I mean, I, I understand people can't be home with their pets all the time, but th- th- there's no substitution for spending time with your animals and stuff. So uh, I, I, I'm glad there's technology that, that helps you monitor them and stuff. But uh, uh, but 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 there's no su- no substitution for actually being with them. And my only comment about the ICOM thing and the fact that they think classical music was <laughs> was tested or whatever is. That was just something that came from some marketer's pen, I guess, when he decided to write up the the ad copy. But uh, right. but anyway, I'm, I'm kind of with Wilt. I think classic rock would be a lot better way to go. See, there we go. Anyway. There we go. <laughs> well, and you know, and you bring up a really good point, and and it kind of mirrors what we also say about you know technology amongst you know the the human, the the two legged kind here. Yeah, it's a great method of, I mean, I, I love having instant access to be able to IM, uh, you know, my wife or my kids or relatives or what have you, but it does not take the place of that personal interaction. And I think that's something oh, we got to right. always just keep in mind when it comes to our tech. Tech is a great way to to maybe bridge those gaps, but don't let it be a replacement. Yeah, make sure it's a tool. Don't let it become the actual end all or, or, exactly. or you're going to be messed up. So, yeah. All right, All right, Alan. Thank, thank you for you calling so in. Oh, we love All it. Right. Bye-bye. I want to get Alan in studio. Of one course, day. of course, we really do. Seriously. We're going to work on that. But so speaking, earlier you guys, mm-hmm. we were talking about geofencing. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that I personally use it on my own phone because when I go home or when I go to work, I forget to switch my Wi-Fi on, so I'm eating up my data. Mm-hmm. And so I have a program on my phone that will switch me over to Wi-Fi when I enter that geofence. Wow. 
Very useful. Well, let me ask you something, Jeremy. When I get home, I pull in my garage, my phone automatically switches to my Wi-Fi at home. Mm -hmm. And most of the time. Oh, you don't have an iPhone. Oh, okay. Your Wi-Fi was probably already on, Michelle. Okay. Uh, It doesn't just magically turn itself on. It doesn't. No, no, no. But mine, actually, I keep mine off to conserve battery life. So whenever I get home, if I switch over to wireless rather than using the 4G, it'll actually use less battery life, and it won't use any of my data. Oh. So... Yeah, I, oh, okay. and mine does the same. I just leave my wireless on all the time. Me too. That's when I get home, it realizes mind. I'm there. When I'm at work, I don't use the wireless up there because you know oh. just certain things won't work on it because we have you know different security policies. Oh, okay. And um, but yeah, once I get home, it, it it pops right on in and does that. But he's right. I mean, Wi-Fi can knock down your battery a little all bit. Right. And battery life is king nowadays. We're gonna go to uh, Osaka and speak to our friend Kathleen. She has tech cat collars. Now we're talking about. Cats, awesome. and that's interesting. I'm cats, a cat guy. Like you're a cat that. guy. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Good morning, Kathleen. How you doing? Doing fine. I'm so proud of you, Michelle. You finally got something tech I can relate to. <laughs> <laughs> no pets. way you digital on this. Pets and uh, pets and cats. Big boy. I call him BB. Mm-hmm. The cat that everybody knows I adopted a couple years back. He's up to 24 pounds. And uh, he's a BB. <laughs> he's not hot. I mean, uh, fat. He's just yeah. huge. But uh, people around this area don't necessarily love him like I do <laughs> or other animals and tend to go missing. And I'm very concerned about his safety. Now, no one mm-hmm. Oh, you're going in and out, Kathleen, a little bit. Let's see if you can move around the house a little bit. Say something okay, else. I'm going over to the window. Lord, oh, there we Lord, go. High, there we go. High tech quality we're dealing with. <laughs> Give me the old black counterphone that you dial in and out. Ah, yeah, no tech problems Amen. right there with the court and everything. Okay. Yeah. But you were saying, Kathleen? Uh, I was saying that uh, I've got uh, acres, over 10 acres. And I did that so I could cook and have friends over without worrying about them to park, have my garden, and pets that wouldn't bother people well 99 and 9 tenths of the time they stay on that acreage but i have two that tend to wander to a certain garden so uh i have to come up with some kind of cholera tags i can trace them because whenever any of my cats go that direction i never see them again Mm. well that um they have a uh, the smart, I'm sure they have a smart, smart cat collar. Um, and the pit pat is, is not just for dogs and probably for cats. It's called P I T P I T P as in Paul pit pat. If you type uh-huh. that, um, online, look and see if they have that for uh, a cat version. And again, it will, uh, it's a GPS tracker. It will monitor their activity as well. If you want to do all that again, take in consideration what Jeremy said, Jeremy, want to tell her what you said about the battery life and um, make sure look online and look at the comments and questions. Well, I'm not one of those online people, so I'd have to get someone else to look it up for me. But it's called a pit pat. They have a pit pat um, leash. It's a smart dog or smart collar. Um, They also have... Whistle. Whistle. Okay. Yeah. Whistle is the one that uh, my tag had turned into. And they're on the third version of it now, and it's not it's not animal specific. It's just a pet tracking collar. So you can put it on a dog, you can put it on a cat, you can put it on a rabbit if you want to. 
Hmm. Well, hopefully, um, Kathleen, that will help you in uh, locating, keeping your cats safe, and hopefully no one will harm them. But look, like, get someone to maybe go online or you can... Look, do the old-fashioned way. <laughs> look at the phone book. <laughs> maybe I don't know if they still have that in phone books. But um, if you look that up, maybe you can find um, some help to keep your cats help, healthy and safe and in your uh, area. Okay. Thank All right. You guys. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Well, we're going to take our last break, and when we come back, we're going to speak to Timothy in Louisiana and Edgar. Um, We're talking about pets and technology today. Give us a call. Let us know what type of technology you use for your pet, or if you have any general tech questions, you can give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. We'll be right back after this quick break. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Yeah, this is a story of Fanny's dog. But the dog that tells this tale will be busy. He's a happy dog. Rhythmic dog. Harmonic dog. House dog. Street dog. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Will Couture and Jeremy Thompson and our DJ, DJ Java. DJ Java Jeff. Yeah. And that, and of course, hence the song, we're talking about pets and technology today. We've talked about uh, automatic dog collars and cat collars. We talked about, uh, what is it called? GL tracking. Uh, we talked yep. about, uh, what's the fence called? GL fencing. We talked about microchipping your animals to find out where they are and make sure they're safe. And if you lose them or if they do get out, you can um, they can be tracked and they can get back to you safely. Um, I do have pet cams uh, coming up, dog cooling beds. We t- they have. I just want a people cooling bed. I, I love a cool bed. Oh my! You know gosh. what? Also, I saw something that was really cool. They have a you know you throw your dog a bone or throw the ball and your dog comes back and they say mm-hmm. you can do that like a hundred thousand times and your dog or cat will never get tired of doing it. They have an automatic dog thrower that it will take the ball. It it's- throws the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic dog throw. <laughs> Over the fence. <laughs> it's hilarious. Home run. They, it's called an eye fetch. So if your arm is getting tired of uh, throwing the ball for hours, the eye fetch is an automatic ball launcher that provides hours of fun launching balls for your dogs to retrieve. Not actually throwing your dog, but throwing okay. the ball. <laughs> I've got a client who has one of these. Uh-huh. And you know what happens. What happens? The dog gets wise to the fact that it shoots out of that little hole in the front. And what happens? And they won't even let it launch out of the hole. They'll catch it as it comes out. You know, 
goodness. You got to cover it up. You got to put like a sheet over it they or something. They are so smart. They really are. Now, yeah. the thing I was really excited about that I saw that you had found was the automatic cat laser toy, which the lasers work <laughs> with my dog, too, but they love those. But it's like one of those things they are like convinced if anybody comes to visit the house, they are specifically there to play with the laser. They know where we keep it at. And they will just sit there and stare at it and stare at the person, stare at it and stare at the person. It's like, you're supposed to play with me for 17 hours with that light. That would be pretty cool. I would probably be even amused and entertained by that. It would be funny. But, yeah. you know, you mentioned something. Uh, you know how you're eating something good and you're, a little kid will stare at you while you're eating because they want some? Mm-hmm. And they just stare at you and stare at the plate and stare at you and stare at the plate. Mm-hmm. That's how you reminded me. You said the cat goes to the uh, laser toy and looks at the laser toy, looks at the person. Yeah. That is so interesting how animals oh, yeah. are so smart. Speaking you know, of... even more interesting? What is? That is patented. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Method of exercising a cat. Wow. Yeah. That is neat. Well, we're going to go to the phone lines before we have to get on out of here and speak with uh, Edgar from Jackson. Edgar, what's going on, Edgar? Hi. How are you this morning? Doing Wonderful. great. Thanks for taking my call. Mine is a non-pet question. Okay. Okay. And I'm an older guy whose uh, computer literacy is somewhat limited, so I've got a couple of simple questions for you. Uh, number one is uh, I keep getting a notice on my PC that uh, I have driver support update available. Should I do that? Mm, if it's uh, where, where are these notices coming from? Are you online when they're popping up? Uh, n- no, bef- uh, before I go online. Okay, I'm I'm always wary when I hear about driver support updates. Um, it, it, is it coming from your manufacturer like Dell, HP? I don't know, because like you, as I said, I'm leery, too, because I've been burned mm-hmm. in the past by some stuff. And so I look at it, and I don't do anything with it, so I don't know where it's coming from. Um, if you can email us the name of the software, uh, whenever it comes up in Windows, at the top of that window, there should be a little bar where it says the name of it. If you could let okay. us know what the name of that is, we can tell you if that's legitimate or not. All right. Very yeah, because that's a very, very touchy area. Um, yeah. And there's a and lot our, of spam. I mean, there's a lot of malicious programs out there that will try to trick you with that. Yeah. yeah that's what I am thinking about. So consequently, I'm very, very sensitive. Secondly, right. what do well, you know about? I'm sorry, Edgar. We, I'm so sorry. We're going to – we're going to um, – try to get to our last question but if you send an email for that second question and of course do what jeremy and um will said send an email when that pops up and we'll try to get you, you some help okay we're going to go to louisiana and speak with timothy good morning timothy good morning y'all hey timothy I'll make it quick morning. good deal um, <laughs> i'm of the school of thought if you're going to own a pet you better be able to eat it if you're going to feed it you got to eat it so <laughs> i have chicken wow and i you know chickens hate to be pinned up Okay, Mm -hmm. but I hate to always have to get up at crack of dawn and let them out and then let them back in. So I have rigged a gate via my Arduino to manage it. And it opens the gate at dawn and shuts it at sundown. And they go out and eat in the bugs and the grass and everything. And then they're just happier. I like that. That's pretty cool. You know what? That's, really That's cool. ingenious that you came up with that number one. And we've been talking about cats and dogs and birds, but you came right at the end and talked about pet technology with chickens. I love it. I love it. You just ended the show very, very well on a very good note, Timothy. Thanks for calling All right, in. So and have a groovy day. Are you All right, too? Take care, Timothy. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today, everyone. If you missed part of this show or want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or you can subscribe to our podcast. 
Java Chapman was our board operator, and our phone screener was Lori Thompson. For Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy and join us next week at 10 for more everyday tech only on MPB Think Radio.